Good morning. Welcome to Axios Today. It's Tuesday, March 30th. I'm Nyla Boodoo. Here's how we're making you smarter today. Real-world data shows more good news on the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines. Plus, the HVAC upgrades needed to put kids safely back in the classroom. But first, Global Shipping's Black Swan event is today's one big thing. It's free! The Ever Given was stuck in the Suez Canal for almost a week, blocking more than 350 ships. That traffic jam is going to take days to clear and will likely affect global supply chains for months. But it's not just the ship's fault. Axios' Felix Salmon says global shipping was broken before the Ever Given. Good morning, Felix. Good morning, Nyla. Felix, is this what you all in the business world call a black swan event? Something that perhaps seems obvious in hindsight, but wasn't anticipated? Is that what the Ever Given getting stuck was? 100%. No one had the Suez Canal getting blocked up for a week on their list of things to worry about. It happened and it was painful. It wasn't major pain. It was relatively minor pain. We all get over it. The real black swan event was the pandemic. That was the thing that really screwed up the global shipping system and from which the global shipping system has still to recover. This latest mess in the Suez Canal has screwed it up even worse than it was before. And so it's made it even harder to recover from. But it was broken even before the Ever Given got stuck. How did the pandemic mess everything up? It changed a lot of things. It changed, number one, who was manufacturing stuff. A lot of factories just closed down in the pandemic. It changed what we were buying. We consumed many fewer services and many more goods. The big problem is no one knows what's happening in the future. No one knows whether we're going to bounce back to where we were before, whether we're going to go somewhere completely different. All of these different things are possible. And without being able to see the future, you can't really build a global shipping system because global shipping is based on very predictable flows of goods that happen month in and month out and year in and year out. And you can book capacity years in advance and you can build ships to anticipate demand that you see coming 5, 10, 15 years down in the future. Right now, people can't even see six months into the future, let alone six years. So, Felix, does this mean that the global shipping industry will have to evolve into being more nimble? If it does have to evolve that way, it will be a major reversal. The global shipping industry has spent decades consolidating, getting bigger, building bigger and bigger ships like the Ever Given. And if it needed to reverse, if it needed to become more nimble, smaller ships, moving to more ports rather than just a handful of very big ones, that would be a reversal of decades of what they've been working on up until now. And it would probably take decades to get there from here. So what does this mean for the people who are waiting for furniture or an oven and being told it's going to take months? It means it's going to take probably even a bit longer. More good news for 2021. Felix Salmon always has it. (laughs) Thanks, Felix. Thanks, Nyla. Felix Salmon is Axios' chief financial correspondent. We'll be back in 15 seconds with promising new data about the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines. Welcome back to Axios Today. 
A new CDC study shows people who are fully vaccinated with the Pfizer or Moderna vaccine are 90 percent less likely to get infected with COVID-19. Axios's healthcare editor Sam Baker is here. Sam, this wasn't a trial. This was a real-life study that tested nearly 4,000 vaccinated healthcare and essential workers? That's right, which makes it all the more encouraging. It's confirmation first of all, in a real-world setting with high-risk people. So that that matters. That counts for something. That's telling us that the trial data were right. And also, this shows that the vaccines don't just keep you out of the hospital. They don't just prevent you from dying. They prevent you from getting the coronavirus, which means that they probably protect against transmission of the virus, too. You know, that's been one of these big open questions as well. If you've been vaccinated, could you still pass it to someone else? This doesn't fully answer that question, but it strongly indicates that the answer is no. Do you think positive results like this could help with vaccine hesitancy? I sure hope so. I mean, I think that if you are in the category of people who have been sort of waiting to see how things go, I think this should be pretty compelling evidence. Sam Aker is Axios's healthcare editor. Sam, thanks for the good news. Anytime. Just about half of American kids are now attending school every day in person. In order to get the rest back into the classroom, schools may need to look to ventilation systems. Axios's Kim Hart has been reporting on how airflow could be the key to reopening schools. Good morning, Kim. Hello. Kim, we know from your reporting the average school building is more than 40 years old. So are schools prepared to update or replace existing HVAC systems? Schools are already struggling just to get the appropriate amount of personal protective equipment and other things that they need to open the schools properly. So no, this is a really big undertaking that the school districts don't have the budget for now. However, there is significant money in the COVID-19 stimulus package that was recently passed that can be used for upgrading school ventilation systems. When it comes to schools, the CDC a few days ago relaxed some guidance on social distancing. Students can be three feet instead of six feet apart. Have they provided any guidance on ventilation? What the CDC has said is that while it's not necessary in most cases to install new ventilation systems to reoccupy a normal building during the pandemic, it's guidance to school districts that want to reopen is that ventilation systems need to be working properly, that they need to be actually moving air through the system appropriately and adequately. It's a little vague, and I think the school districts are going to have to make that call on their own, but all the school districts obviously want to open. They want to make sure students are safe there and that families feel confident in sending the students back. To that confidence point, ventilation is just one part of this. What else do you see are the biggest barriers going forward for schools? Yeah, the CDC made it clear that this is just part of the equation. It's part of a layered approach, if you will, that also includes continuing to wear masks, keeping children socially distanced. So even if that comes down from six feet apart to three feet apart, they still need to maintain some distance from each other. Continuing to wash hands, sanitize surfaces, doing all the things that people are kind of currently doing, but this could make people feel more confident and the likelihood of transmission in a classroom less likely. Kim Hart is Exus's national technology correspondent. Thanks, Kim. Thank you. America is watching. Just like this press, 
many shows, court TV, they would display everything. That was George Floyd's brother, Felonis Floyd, outside the courthouse yesterday, just before the trial of former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin began. It's the first time the state of Minnesota has let cameras into the courtroom for gavel-to-gavel coverage. If the O.J. Simpson trial was made for TV, then the Chauvin trial is made for live stream. Websites, newspapers, even YouTube were all streaming the court TV feed. But live stream isn't perfect. Late yesterday afternoon, it failed. And instead of continuing the trial, the judge decided to stop. The stream and the trial start back up this morning. That's all we've got for you today. You can reach your team at podcasts at Axios.com or find me on Twitter. And if you have time, we'd love it if you'd leave us a starred review on Apple Podcasts. It makes it easier for other people to find us. I'm Nyla Boodoo. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. And we'll see you back here tomorrow morning.